shows me talking um so we're good to go um fire it up fire it up all right we ready to do this go for it why the fuck not right all right so everybody i am justin woods and this is the woods cast and we have all the needed woodses here so shay what's going on uh i am recently have found myself gainfully unemployed uh you know, I, w- I was told by my previous employer that I was too good looking, so they sent me packing with a severance. Uh, that you know, I hate it when that happens. Uh, so I, I, of course, that means I've watched all of Game of Thrones. Right. Uh, and uh, and as I've said on Facebook, what I've learned is that a good way to start your day is more like King of the Hill. Game of Thrones is not a good way to start your day if you don't have a job because you're going to start your day watching some ten-year-old girl get burned alive by her dad, and it just puts a bummer on the whole day. Yeah, that was uh, that episode was a real hard turn. You're like, huh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna, it's, oh. gonna, it's gonna do something for the red god. It'll, it'll be pretty cool. It'll be pretty cool. Yeah. It- um, what, where where are we going with this? Uh, why y'all tying her to a stake? Uh, yeah, that was uh, that one's rough. Yep. So are you? Um, we'll talk about this a little later because I want to talk about all the shows that got re-upped and, and all the nerdery that we we call uh you know prime time programming for us. But are you caught up? Are you are you ready for the last season yet? Or are you? I finished the last season last night, Ooh. or the most recent season seven. I finished it last night. Right, right. Um, okay, cool. So what are yeah? So this, as I said, this is a woodcast. Uh, this is the podcast that's not allowed to drive home after we're done with this. Um, mm-hmm. We uh, it's where it's about forty two percent and sixty percent of the shit we say we're pretty sure about. And uh, the outline, never. Nope. We will make, uh, uh, we have heard some uh, feedback from some of you people out there in, in, the, in the void that we shout into uh, every couple weeks. Um, and that we've been going too long. The podcasts are too too long. And uh, uh, funny, I got, got that criticism from uh, from Katie Maddie while her husband was on the fucking podcast that day. I was like, well, he didn't shut up. Like, you, your husband just kept fucking talking. Um, yeah. But, uh. So we are gonna make a uh, Shane and I are gonna make a hard uh, a hard um, try try real hard to cut this shit off at like an hour hour and a half like the standard podcast length. Yeah. Um, maybe I won't be as hungover the next day after the fucking podcast that way. Um, I don't know. You never know. I mean, I got nowhere to be, so that's, that's <laughs> right, you. Right. You do you, buddy. <laughs> well, like here, like I'm sitting here right now talking talking to Shay from from Chicago land, the uh, uh, Joliet, a suburb of Chicago. Shay's in Denver, and I don't know if it's snowing there yet, but we're supposed to get a quote-unquote, I mean, a legitimate blizzard tonight. Yeah. Um, like I had heard it, that on the radios. That's what it shows up on. It's like just says blizzard from you know, midnight to 3 a.m. I was like, what the, what the hell does that mean? Um, but, yeah, so I don't think I'm going anywhere tomorrow either. So uh, there's that. I uh, No, we have, we've barely gotten any snow yet. We got... Uh... We got a little, we got like a three or four inch snowstorm a couple of weeks ago, and then we got a dusting like the day before. Um, honestly, uh, after Halloween at this altitude, you can get snow at any point. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 
at least where I live on the front range, um, right at around five, 6,000 feet above sea level, it does the, the snowiest part of the year is March. So oh, spring yeah. is when we get all our snow, but I'll probably get something in the winter. You, you guys get that lake effect bullshit, right? Yeah. Um, yes, we do. And it is weird. Uh, I, I actually came up here to work for several months before we moved here. And I'll never forget, I was I, I spent literally 13 hours a day in a lab. And then, you know, by the end of the day, I was like, fuck it. I want to go get somewhere, get a beer. Um, found the nearest uh, BW3s to the lab. I went there, had what were the worst wings I've ever had in my life. Like, they were just disgusting. But I want to get one free. And I was like, I don't want the other free order. And she's like, well, I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, well, then don't fucking give them to me. Like, throw them away or give them to the staff. But she's like, no, we have to give them to you. I was like, all right. So I started eating them. I was like, okay, not only are these disgusting, but I have twice as many as I want. But uh, I had a couple beers, and I was in there for maybe 40 minutes. And it was thir- It was like 40, maybe 41 degrees when I walked in. And when I walked out, it was still 41 degrees, and there was about 8 inches of snow on the ground. Yep, that sounds about right. I was like, what the shit is this? They were like, oh, it's that Lake Effect snow. And like, I had to drive back to, to Lexington the next day. I was like, fuck, I was scared shitless. I was going to be stuck in Evanston, Illinois. But uh, yeah, it was like fucking all gone by the next day. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, Rachel has to go to work tomorrow, so I might have to shovel her out, but she's got a, she got an all-wheel drive car. She'll be fine. And like yeah, the, pl- the plows are already running. That's like, you know, we're from Huntington, West Virginia, where they wait until there's 20, 20 inches of snow before they start plowing anything. Yeah, that's how they do it here. It's just that they, they go out and they're on the road all night. Yep. Okay, so uh, what are the shit? I haven't checked Donald Trump's. Actually, I did. I lied. I checked this. Yeah, his... thing. give me that bullshit. He's, I didn't I, look at his approval rating. Oh. Well, I, well, I did, but I didn't write it down, so it doesn't really fucking matter. Oh. But um, so we are recording this on Sunday. What is it? Twenty fifth, twenty fifth of uh, November. This is the six hundred and seventy fifth day of the Trump administration. We are ni- nineteen days out for the midterm. They're still fucking going on. Well, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Um, we are one hundred sixty one thousand um, one thousand shit one uh, one hundred sixty seven days from when Donald Trump solved this whole North Korea problem. Uh, so that's done. But I don't know if you uh, caught this story, Shay. Uh, Mike Pence went to some, I think it was a summit in South Korea, and said that they were already planning for the second summit. They're just going to ignore the 13 new missile sites that they've seen in, in South Korea. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, I hadn't heard that. Um, but uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. Like they asked him, like, because apparently, apparently the hard line for uh, North Korea to get the second summit with uh, President Trump and I guess whoever's going to show up. Um, was that they a list of all their sites and we would get to inspect them and all that stuff. Now, of course, North Korea has pushed back on this forever because they see it as a great list of things to blow the fuck up if, if we ever decide to. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and you know, it's not totally unbelievable that we might get into an actual pissing match with North Korea. But North Korea, I guess, doesn't want to give you a list of targets. But, like, the... Uh, intelligence agencies have this shit. Like they've been watching North Korea for decades, and like they, I was listening. I listened to uh, somebody who was a host on a podcast. I was listening to, and she was actually one of the analysts. She's like, "Yeah, we don't really see much during the spring and summer, but in the winter, when all the leaves fall off the tree, we can see fucking everything." I was like, "Well, that makes sense." I mean, my understanding is that North Korea is one of the most studied pieces of real estate on the yeah. planet. Like, yeah. that's like every major power spies on north korea because in some way it affects everybody so um uh you well i mean it affects everybody because when you're leaders that crazy and you've got nukes everyone but uh yeah none of them surprised me i, I had never really it's funny you never really thought about that because like 
yeah, once the leaves fall off, the resolution on the cameras they use, they're probably just sitting there watching these guys dick around and scratch themselves on guard duty. Oh, yeah. That would, she, the, the woman that was doing the interview was talking about how, you know, this is definitely what North Korea wants. They just want to have this back-and-forth pissing match with, with the United States that gives them more, uh, you know, clout on the world stage. But, like, they knew when they had built things, new things, because they're like, we could watch, you know, truckloads of dirt move from one side of the compound to the other. I'm like, that's fucking insane. But then again, I used to use Google Earth to make fun of my uh, trashy-ass neighbor who ran that scrap business out of his backyard. Oh, that's right. Yeah. People would be like, it can't be that bad. And I would just bring up the most recent Google Google Earth image. Be like, there you go. They'd be like, fuck. <laughs> that's hilarious. Ah, uh, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder if old uh, Robert, what's his name? What was his name? Oh, well. Or if he's still kicking around. Last time I saw, last time I was in town, I checked, uh, scrawled the junk man on the side of it. That was awesome. Sweet. Yeah. All right. So the Trump administration has been doing pretty good lately. Um, I don't know if you noticed all the things they've been winning at Shay, but there, his approval in the Gallup was like four, 43, 43 when I checked it on Monday, last Monday. It's not, it'll be released again tomorrow. And that's like, just the Gallup poll, not the aggregate, right? From like right, Gallup, Gallup, okay, okay. yeah, Gallup does that like every week, like clockwork. Yeah. That's why I like Gallup because they don't wait for something to happen. Like they don't wait for the president to throw up on somebody in China and be like, I wonder if we should poll about that. You know, like they just do it every week, every weekend they Gallup, and he's never cracked forty five, and he's never gone below thirty five. So there's like there's just this bar of you know 10, 10 percentage approval points that he just hovers around it, um, and um, five thirty eight had him. I want to say it was like. 42.9. I didn't write it down, but it's like it's like dead on that. So he's not going anywhere. He's not winning any hearts and minds while he does all this bullshit. But um but we'll get into that nonsense. Um fun stuff. Um so I don't, so we we're talking about shows, you're caught up with the game. Um that was I mean, I don't give a shit how I don't give a shit how many times you watch for Siri and die. It fucking it fucking sucks. Um Watch you, you? Huh? Who? Viserion. Say who is that? Viserion. that's the dragon's name. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Fucking yeah, nerd. it's it's like what? You fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah, it's like I sat down one day and learned how to write them out. Like one day because yeah. I kept getting them, I kept getting them all mixed up. But um, yeah, it's like it's like rag rag ragol. Uh, I Viserion. know there's Dragon or Drogon or whatever. Yeah, That's the Drogon, thing when she rides. Drogon, Rhaegal, and Viserion. Um, I'm it. probably butchering the fuck out of this name. So That's if you uh, are upset with that, shoot us an email at thewoodscast1776 at gmail.com and we will uh, bitch at each other offline. Um, so Game of Thrones, Kyle, that's pretty cool. Um, what else we got going on? Oh, um, another, um, we were talking about this before. Um, we are, Shay and I are big into the CW nonsense of the, uh, the whole, uh, Arrowverse. I guess. Is that what it's called? Is it the Arrowverse? Cause it it's came out te- first. Yes, it is technically the Arrow. I am of the opinion that Arrow is the weakest of those shows. Uh, I, I, I'm not super into it, so I don't, but I, I never watch it is my point. Um, but uh, yeah. that it all it all stemmed from there. Like every like they introduced Barry Allen on that show, and it's all tied in. And yeah, yeah. so like I remember back in the day, Seth Holt was trying to get me to watch. Uh, um, was it was it Smallville? Smallville. Ooh, was that like, one was horrible. And I, yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like I'm into superhero shit. Like I can sit around and drink rum and watch this movie or watch this show every week, you know. And I watched one episode. I got like twenty minutes into the fir- first episode. I po- pulled up and I, I couldn't handle it because it was it was just like it was like slow frame shots of dreamy dudes. It was like somebody would say yeah. a line, somebody would say a line, and then the camera would just frame this dreamy dude very well and just hold there for twenty seconds. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching here? Like, 
it's um <clears throat> they did do some neat stuff later on like they had a couple of cool twists on certain villains like uh doomsday uh, or whatever but like he was never actually superman point um who gives a shit i'll tell you who is surprisingly good um and i actually is one of my favorite ones is whatever the guy's name is that plays superman on small uh, uh, uh supergirl yeah yeah that guy's great like supergirl's a lot better than it sh- than it it deserves to be, but it works so well because they've taken a lot of classic Superman stories and just replaced him with her mm-hmm. and then stuck it on and altered it for TV. So it works pretty well. Yeah. And it's, and it's really not hard to look at her in that outfit. Like she pulls nope. that off. She pulls she's that very, off really very well. smart. Yeah. She pulls that off really well. And then, and then, uh, she's got her, her sister in the show, um, who came out as a lesbian a couple, like a last season. And there was actually some before that. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I think you're right. But then there was all these, like, you would send me messages like, hey, you got to watch the next one because Alex makes out with, like, half of half of National City or whatever. And I was like, all right. But um, that show actually got a lot of really good press for um, their portrayal of LGBTQ um, oh, yeah. people in the show. Oh, that's great. And <laughs> because actually, yeah, it's, just, oh, it's just there. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's a really good story that made the rounds, like, right after they, they said that they were going to make, um, you know, Supergirl's sister... Um, uh, you know, come out as a lesbian, and like there was this, there's this comic book worker who was who herself was gay, was like walking around, and she sees this girl who's just like kind of like seemed like she was getting ready to have like uh you know cry, and have herself a good cry, and she's like, can I help you with something? She's like, yeah, I just wanted to like I want to get into some Supergirl comics because I want to I want to read some of them, and and she's like she's just like the words were tumbling over each other, and so finally this this comic book um you know employee like talks her talks her through it and they pull up some Supergirl and she finds out that, you know, she, the girl was gay. She was having trouble like coming out with, to her parents and that she'd seen a couple episodes of Supergirl where they had just introduced a, a, the, a very strong lesbian lead and she really loved it and she wanted to, you know, read more about that character and, you know, just support the whole thing. And like, it was this really cool moment where that, you know, they showed that like, you know, just not throwing in a lesbian to throw in a lesbian actually works when you do it right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that. <laughs> I th- all the, the only thing with Supergirl and that kind of stuff is, and it's it's the biggest offender of this of all those CW shows. I feel like the writers have, uh, you know, the news up in the writing room, oh, and they yeah. work in whatever bullshit is in because like every season has something in it related to what is in the headlines of the news at the time, like mm-hmm. when it was filmed. Um, the, and and sometimes it's really ham fisted, like it, it comes off as a like a little too um. They are just shoehorning just, that shit in there. It's, yeah, it's shoehorned in. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, but uh, but her her sister being gay is handled really well. It doesn't come off as preachy, but some of the other yeah. stuff comes off as super preachy. But then I'm less upset by it because she hits somebody with a car. Yeah, and, and like yeah, the, the, the funny action things, sequences are bomb. And that's the funny thing about these shows. So like the Arrowverse, what is it? Contains Arrow, which I agree with you, is just pretty pretty kind of weak on its own. You've got um, the Flash, which is just fun. It doesn't take itself seriously at all. Um, but still has some pretty good action sequences. Um, I think there was a going around of uh, Barry uh, Barry Allen from The Flash and Supergirl like uh, doing some kind of thing, but the, like it didn't have the special effects in it yet. So Barry yeah, I've Allen's, seen that. Like Barry yeah. Allen's making yeah, where a, he's he's twirling his arms <laughs> yeah. in the tornadoes. Yeah, it looks like hysterical. Yeah, and Supergirl's like jump like smashing something and jumping up, but she's just her just sitting there looking stupid and fuck in the background. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> um, it's so good. Um, there, I there 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 are a lot of websites out there dedicated to, to like pre effects oh, shots. Yeah. 
Um, cause studios don't like that stuff to get out a lot, uh, because you know, it just looks goofy as hell. Oh, yeah. Um, especially if it comes out before the movie's released that you'll see that happen. And everyone's like, this looks terrible. It's like, well, yeah, cause we haven't dumped $200 million in effects right. on it yet, but right. shit is so good. There was, I think, I think along that line, there was like an entire copy of, uh, Wolverine origins. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Wolverine origin. That's what it was. Um, yeah. where like an entire copy of the movie got released, but without any of the digital effects. Uh, I, like, yeah, I, I do. Rem- I do. Rem- funny thing is, is I remember specifically the effects in that weren't that good to start with. Oh no, there's a couple and, and, places yeah. in that movie where his that claws look like you and I did it in paint. Yeah, it's yeah, that's exactly it's, what that's, that's what comes to mind. And um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's real silly. But I, I've seen screenshots from that cut, but I've never seen it. That would be fucking hysterical to watch. Oh, like everybody sent it to me. They're like, hey, I gotta cut a Wolverine. I'm like, is this the one where there's just no helicopter, but he's yelling at a helicopter? Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, I don't know. Like, shut up. Um, but yeah, so so the fight scenes in, the, in this Arrowverse is fun. Like, so um, you also got um, Legends of Tomorrow, which is oh, just damn, so that show. goofy. It's that so show, goofy. It's so good, though. It's honestly, of all of them, it's my favorite. Because every Supergirl, um, The Flash, uh, Arrow, they all have a lot of drama. Like, normal people drama. Like, love right. triangles and all that kind of bullshit. <clears throat> which is fine. But and Legends has that kind of stuff too. It's still a CW show, but man, it really steers into the skid. Like the last day, you know, it, it, it was fantastic. They brought in Constantine, and my understanding is Constantine is now a consistent part of the cast, mm-hmm. which is which just makes me lament. I don't know if you saw that one season of the Constantine show that CW did, but I it did. was pretty it was pretty solid, and it didn't yeah. catch on. There's even an animated series that's pretty pretty badass, which Con- I think yeah, is really Constantine just a is. Constantine is one of those like second tier heroes that just is just just edging to like be able to carry his own shit, but never pulls. Yeah, it off. yeah, but oh god, he's such a great character. Right? Yeah. In the comics, it's different. In the comics, Constantine's the tits, but like, yeah. like there was supposed to be a whole movie series with Keanu Reeves as Constantine. Although I will argue with anybody over that one that he did. That was a fucking great movie. Oh, I have it on DVD. Like, I have no oh, problem. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, like I I think I'm two seasons behind um, Legends of Tomorrow. I think they're saved on the DVR downstairs right now, but um, just haven't gotten to them in the rotation. Um, but I uh, um, last one like the last thing I remember watching like you're talking about them just steering into the skid, and not giving a shit. Like one of the main characters is um, I think she's bi in the show. I think she dates both uh, men and women, she, yeah, but she, she prefers goes, women. Yeah. That's it, yeah. But, so, the moral of most of these stories is that they go back and she sleeps with some, like, you know, Marie Antoinette. Like, you know, they're constantly throwing these 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 famous women from history and, you know, White Canary just sleeps with them. Like, hey, guess what? They're gay. Uh, yeah. Whatever, you know? Yeah. It's like, okay, whatever. Well, it's it, it it's really, like, <clears throat> and for the first few, se- episodes, like, season or so of the show, the each episode was literally, hey, we're going to go back in time don't do this, this, or this. And then they immediately hit the ground and do this, this, and this. Like, and then some stupid shit happens. It's so fun. Um, I love it too, because it's the only time other than the animated movies. I've seen Vandal Savage represented. I fucking love Vandal Savage. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's a, he's such a great character and they do him really well. So it it was, it was a shame for spoiler when they actually managed to kill him. Well, and yeah, he shows up appears. He appears to have died. It, it, he's he's one of those that appears in almost all of the animated ones, and he's actually kind of funny because he, uh, as a human, he's just immortal. Like he yeah. doesn't have any other superpowers except you just can't kill him. He will eventually come back. 
Well, and, he's a he's a brilliant tactician too. All right. Well, I mean, he's been around for thousands of years. And he studied yeah. all this blah 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 blah. Read the fucking Wikipedia or whatever. But yeah. uh, but uh, but he always ends up with the heavy hitters. Like he'll be sitting there talking to Dark Side. I'm like, how the fuck did you pull that off? Yeah, exactly. Because that's <laughs> a smart that meeting. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was fun. Uh, I just noticed uh, um, another show that we're into that has no business being as fun as it is. So uh, Agents of um, S.H.I.E.L.D. is renewed for a set, sixth and seventh season. Jeez, I stopped watching that around the Ghost Rider stuff. Yeah. It's still I, fun. I just, I just, I'm sure it is. I just kind of got out of it. I'm not really um, – because it seems like it's not tying into the cinematic universe as much as it used to, which, I mean, makes sense. It's such a shit show. There's so many of them now, but – Oh yeah, they kind of yeah they kind of they kind of mention it, but there hasn't been any big plot changes like when uh, in tandem with what Winter Soldier and everybody that you thought was good turned out to be bad in the show and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, it's good. It's still going. I'm not one of these people who says you can have too much comic book bullshit. I just keep it coming. If it's decent, I'll watch everything you shit out. Yeah, no, it's it's uh it's one of those things that you can. Just, I mean, there's something there for everybody. You can get lost in it, and, it's, and it takes actually no. It's just like no fucking skin off your ass for anything. Just you know, lean into it, have fun. Um, did you see the um, Devil May Cry series on um, on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, let me back up. There's a Castlevania series on Netflix. Castlevania. Yeah, I've seen the first season, not the second season. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And they're what they're gonna do is they're gonna do a um, they're gonna do um, a Devil May Cry series um, made by the same guy. So that's I, I was actually kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, that could be fun. Depends on how they do. Some some of those Devil May Cry games, Dante is, a, is an angsty little bitch, and it's not that great. Those are those are some some great great um, action games. I fucking played the hell out of the first two or three, I think. I don't remember because there's a bunch of reissues and side stories and reboots and all that shit. I can't keep track of it. Oh yeah, well they did. Yeah, they did the they did the what was it first? There's four in the series. There's a reboot called stylized dmc that really didn't go anywhere um i mean it was fun but it, i guess they thought it was going to be a continuation of all the other ones and it was just uh it was fun but it got, they didn't do any sequels so so we got that we got that show coming out apparently the same producer for that castlevania um anime on netflix is doing a series called superman versus the kkk what yeah i I'm I'm kind of confused about that as well. Like, how in the shit is that a thing? Like, that seems like that would be a one episode uh, thing. You know, he just you know Superman flies down, obliterates a bunch of KKK members, and then two done. words, two words, secret lab. Uh, yeah. You find some sort of like massive science division that's created all these genetically enhanced uh, Aryan super soldiers, and and Superman has to stomp them into the ground. There you go. All right. Shut up nice. and take my money. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of like my idea for the next uh, for the next RoboCop. Like I always said that the they uh, they did that one in two four, 2014 where RoboCop wasn't as big and clunky. He was like leaping over fences and stuff and being all ninja. And uh, I said that I said the next one should be that you know the new super, the new RoboCop uh, is fighting bad guys and kicking ass all over the place and you know he, he the the bad guys, you know, build their own robots or whatever. And so whatever he's, he's outmatched. And so he goes into storage and finds the old RoboCop and they team up together to kick ass. And the, you know, the new RoboCop is riding his motorcycle around and, and jumping over fences and punching people in the dick. And the old RoboCop is, he's your heavy hitter. He's the, you know, he's the picking up a, a car and hitting you with it kind of guy. I mean, I like, like, I like, I like where your head's at, but that doesn't make sense. Cause it, cause he's the first thing. 
Oh no, but he finds out that there was a you know he was secret program. Yeah, yeah. he's he's yeah that was the prototype. Or See whatever. that, okay. that took us that took us all four seconds to get around that <laughs> plot hole. hole. Plot hole spackle. Yeah, that's why don't I work in Hollywood? Shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, so you've been playing. All right, so let's talk about some of this. Uh, so those are fucking stupid. Oh, okay, have you seen this thing about people wanting Brie Larson to be uh, Samus Aran in a Metroid movie? I'll watch Brie Larson in anything. So sure. Yeah. No. Like apparently, like she put she put out this Instagram photo of her. Oh no! I don't remember what it was. She uh she went as Samus Aran for Halloween. So she had this blue like spandex bodysuit on. And she had a you know a blaster and you know all that stuff and googling. Yeah, and so and then so of course everybody jumped on the bad one. Like she said she would love to do it. And I think she said she didn't have like have has a rough has a rough outline sketched out where uh you know it's like Samus Aran like stranded in some space station and for the most of the movie she's by herself like muttering to herself talking to herself trying to you know survive and get her suit back yeah and shit. of course everybody jumped on and, and had to like photoshop her in a Samus Aran uh, suit and I was like you know I get it like you know until until somebody says they're gonna make a movie like you guys can make all the photoshop images you want like you can yeah. you can and they're gonna get e- progressively creepier as you go <laughs> yeah 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 it's gonna get into some tentacle porn at some point and it's gonna be creepy um yeah, no, I mean, I would love to see a Metro movie. That's a that's a weird property, though. I, th- I think that would be better. I, I generally think all video game uh, movies should just be animated. Like, mm-hmm. especially if you look at um what what um uh, I don't know. You probably don't give a shit, but I I basically watch a trailer for everything that comes out. But there is a and I'm using air quotes live action uh, Lion King coming out, and the 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 CG in that is regardless of what you think of the movie, like the. The, and it is not a live action movie. It is a CG animated movie. So sort your shit out, you fucking idiots. But anyway, um, when you can animate that well and it looks that realistic, like, I don't see a reason why you need to hire actors to play a video game character. Mm-hmm. Like, some people out there will immediately be like, well, actors, you know, that's not right. You're replacing actors with digital blood, whatever. Hire a famous voice actor, but you can make a model that looks perfect. And it, it would just be so much more fun. Um you know, there's a what is it? Final Fantasy VII, uh, I think Advent Children is a CGI Final Fantasy movie, and it's fucking bananas fun. It's not very good, but it's great to look at, and it's a good time. And there's no need to like shoehorn some reason for Seth Rogen to play a character into it. Right. Well, and, and like back in the day, there was that there was that Final Fantasy, um, the Spirit Within. That was like '97. Oh, yeah. Ugh, that was not good. Yeah, it's like '97, '98. That was not fun. Even like, then, that was like, ugh. Like that was that was like the CG and that was like amazing for the time even then and I mean the story was absolute garbage it was absolutely yeah it was stupid it was annoying stupid. it wasn't but Final like, Fantasy first of all but you're, yeah that was kind of weird but like we're watching we're like oh man that looks amazing and that was ninety seven so like and and I'm kind of I'm kind of with you like I'm honestly not I'm not sure why we need another Lion King like did they nope. stop selling the cartoon like what what's going on no they're just they're doing that with the Beast they're doing Aladdin they're doing the Lion King um, they did the Jungle Book. And the Jungle Book, for my, I didn't see Beauty and the Beast, uh, but my understanding of the Jungle Book is it's actually a really good movie, um, and it was really well done. And the guy doing the Lion King is a dude that did the Jungle Book. And I, I, I'll, I'll admit, man, I, I'm that perfect age group. Like I saw Lion King as a little kid in theaters. That's like that hits all. The, that's kind of like these these uh, these uh, re-releases of these Power Rangers toys I've been buying. Oh, like yeah. it hits just the right buttons for me to just buy into that marketing machine and come July, I'm probably going to eat 80 milligrams of edibles and go see this live action Lion King movie. Um, and it's, you know, it's got, a, it actually has a really good voice cast, believe it yeah. or not. But um, I don't know. They just, Disney doesn't really do a lot of animated shit anymore. Like traditional animation. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess we're gonna. Well, we Pixar would, does if you count Pixar. Yeah, I mean, we could we could bark up that tree of yeah, like re reboots all day long, but whatever. Like, there's people out there that want to reboot Back to the Future, and like, yeah, that can't. Well, that can't people happen. Losing their like, shit. Well, uh, I there was I remember reading there was somebody who was like poking around at it. Some producer somewhere was looking into it just because the '80s nostalgia thing is really big. Um, but my understanding of it is the dude that owns the rights to that has said no, and oh, then yeah. it's his until he dies. At which point it reverts to his wife, and she has said no. So literally, multiple people have to die. I don't know how many, but like it's yeah. it, it, it's probably not going to happen. So you're um, saying there's a chance. There is a chance, yeah. A couple, yeah. a couple, a couple of brake lines cut, and a, uh, uh, you know, a few garage doors locked with the car on, and we could have a really shitty Back to the Future movie now, yeah. Starring The Rock, of course. It, yeah, it, it'll be like The Rock, Seth Rogen, and like fucking, uh, I don't know, uh, fucking what's what's the guy with the big nose that that was in everything in the early 2000s? Oh crap! What was his name? He was in the do. Oh, I hear you're talking about. Yeah. Oh my God, dude, this is killing me. Well, uh, you find something else to talk about while I look this up because this is not gonna happen. All right. So yeah, real quick, real quick before we move on, um, you're playing Red Dead Red Dead Redemption. Oh, two. you bet your ass I am. You're playing shit out of that. People are playing Fallout seventy six and Owen oh, Wilson. Oh, thank God. Anyway, oh, go yeah, ahead. Oh. Yeah, and, that, and the, like people are playing Fallout seventy six and they either love it or hate it, but it made its money. Um, uh, I, I found this article that was pretty funny. Like, um, th- they were talking about how, like, now that, uh, I play, I play, I play like maybe two or three hours of Fallout 76 and it's beautiful. It's absolutely a gorgeous game. I haven't run into these fucking killer bugs that everybody's talking about yet. So I don't know. But, uh, apparently like since it's an online game, apparently all the people who have like maxed out are like walking around acting like NPCs, helping out people just show up with nothing. They're like, Hey, come over here and do this. Like, like that they're leading people right. around. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot of the issue with it for me. I don't know, man. I'm not saying I don't want an online Fallout game. That's actually not true. But I want something a little more crafted than what I'm seeing in Fallout 76. Because I've watched a few people, you know, I've watched a lot of streams and people playing it. And it just, I, the only thing about it that grabs me is the setting. Like the, the, the West Virginia yeah. setting, because that's where I grew up, is great. But I'm hoping somebody rips it out of Fallout 76, and I can mod that shit into Fallout 4 and just walk around in the world and check it out. Because uh, I don't think I'm ever going to drop any money on that game, especially with a Resident Evil 2 remake right around the corner. Oh. Well, that and, and it's already I think it's already been discounted like three times. So yeah, it's it's, three. it's not doing well. And it's and the thing is, is what's really interesting with Fallout is that if because I'm I'm a pretty big fan of Bethesda. Um, I love all the Elder Scrolls games for all their faults. I love all the other Fallout 3, 4, New Vegas. Oh, yeah. uh, I love those yeah. um, Fallout 1 and 2 which aren't Bethesda that's back in the day those are totally different but I love those as well um, I like Bethesda games like I you know in general I'm not that well, I'm not one to hate on them they have their problem any other big open world series like Rockstar Games um, or uh, CD Projects uh, Witcher series you're either cool with some of the weird shit in there or you're not but either way it's, it's a fun game to play mm-hmm. and this is the first one I'm going to pass on because like I just it <sighs> I, there's, there's just, I don't know, man. It's just every, every time I see somebody play it, I'm just kind of like, man, that's a really cool setting, but it doesn't really look like it's that much fun to play. I don't well, know. The, the only, my only downside to any of the Fallout games is that if you come from playing something like Destiny or Doom or something like, you know, and you just want to fucking like rage out, like that is not the game you're playing. Well, and then like, let's, yeah. let's, 
yeah, let's be specific. You're talking about from Fallout 3 forward because Fallout yeah. 1 and 2 are like turn-based tile strategy. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. real different. Yeah. Really fucking good, though. Um, yeah. yeah, no, you're right, but that, they're not supposed to be. Like, it's yeah. not it's not meant to be – it's not a shooter. It's a, an RPG with shooting elements, which I think um, is why I like it so much, especially New Vegas because New Vegas has got some hysterical storylines and the super fun. But one would point out that is not actually made by Bethesda. That was made by Obsidian and published by Bethesda. And Obsidian was the dudes that uh, had done the first two games back in the uh, 90s. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it, it's got a lot different pacing than 3, 4, or 76. Yeah, yeah. Like, I felt I, I did. I played 3 and 4 pretty much. I, I, ha- I played New Vegas a little. I didn't play all. I don't think I finished it. But it was it was one of those things where yeah it's it's, it's totally different kind of atmosphere, and speaking of the first two like I just finished and I just finished uh reading or listening to um the uh, Wizard and Bruiser podcast on 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 Fallout and they you know mm-hmm. the whole backstory and how how you get to Fallout one and two, um but they also um thanks to them I've been fucking just God it's just been so on the damn Steam autumn sale it's just you know because like I listened ah. to. I listen to a couple of those yet. podcasts, and I keep thinking, like, man, those were great games. I need to give Bioshock another, hmm, I wonder if Bioshock's on Steam. And, like, it was. It was, like, for nineteen ninety nine, And so I just put on my wish list, and here comes the autumn sale, and it's, like, three ninety nine. I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Steam sales are not, and speaking as someone who's done the, like, mainly gamed on PC for a while now, the Steam sales are not what they used to be. But they're still pretty fucking sick, nasty. Like, I'm unfortunately the type of person that if there's a game I really want, I buy it when it comes out. So, oh yeah, um, yeah. Well, there's also there's also usually there's not a ton of stuff that I want to get. But uh, yeah, because then the winter sales right around the corner, which is also pretty dope. Well, like I I I sat down, I was like trying to figure out like all these old school games that I just wanted to have on my on my PC or my laptop just so that I had like a touchstone back to like the nineties or the two thousands. Like, you know, like if you have that game, then you can, t- you can basically transport yourself back to, you know, the late 19, you know, nineties. And, uh, so I filled up my, uh, shopping games that were like a buck 50, you know, two seventy seven or something like that. And I find out like I've, I've already bought three, four, seven. Yeah. That happens a lot. I mean, I have like around 120 some games on my steam account. Um, who knows how many of them I'm actually going to play all the way through. Probably almost none of them. Um, but, but, and that's how steam gets you like that. That's the thing, man, is you, 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 it it always comes up and it's like, Hey, this is two bucks and you're fucking had two beers. You're like, I might play that one day for $2. I'll gamble on that. Bam. Yeah. And then you'll, I'll, I have days like that. Like right now I'm scrolling through and I did not know I owned Batman Arkham city. Cool. Might try that one day. Um, Don't know. You never know. Um, Like that's the thing. Like you're sitting there, you've had a couple beers and you're like the last beer I bought was $6 and this game is a buck 50. Yeah, uh, I should buy three of them. Huh. Yeah, exactly. Doot, 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 doot. Yeah, just yeah. cause two. That's a good one. I mean, I've just got yeah. so many here. So um, that's that. That's how they get you, man. That's why Valve doesn't make video games anymore. They're a distribution platform. Mm-hmm. They've yeah. they haven't made a decent game in ages. Yeah. All right. Like moving on. Let's let's uh, let's wrap up some news here. And uh, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how many people want to listen to us talk about video games. For that's a good point. <laughs> we can probably nobody. <laughs> we can, we can fucking uh, we can fucking uh, put out a feeler on that one and see what's going oh, on. Oh yeah. Yeah, because the rest of the shit we're talking about, the public's just just fucking clamoring for it. Oh uh, yeah, everybody wants to know what our opinion is on the midterms, which I think is actually like so fucking funny. So like, we are 19 days out from the midterms, and it's still just limping along to a conclusion. Um, 
So the moral of the story seems to be that when all, all things said are done, the Senate looks like it's going to be a two. It's going to be a two um, seat game in the uh, in the uh, Senate for the Republicans and the House. The Democrats are going to get a forty seat gain, which is like they only needed twenty three to take it. And, and the fact that it just keeps inching up every like every four days, another race is called in California. I still think there's like five or six races in California that haven't been called yet. Um, but the uh, five thirty eight projection is going to be you know Senate plus two for Republicans, House plus forty, not a big deal. We talked about this before, like watching the returns on actual election night was really kind of bummy because like you saw the the Beto works and and the uh, the um, the the whole um, governor and Senate races in Florida like the numbers were just not matching what we thought. We thought that you know yeah I, I know Beto work beating Ted Cruz was a long shot, but I still wanted to see that happen. But so in Florida we had recounts for both the um, Senate and the governor. And the Republican, Ron Sanders and the Republican, uh, Rick Scott, won both of those recounts. And I'm fine with that. But, like, there's all this hubbub about recounts. Like, we shouldn't recount the vote. Like, there's this real, there was a real hard push to just not fucking count votes. Just I mean, weird. it's, uh, well, there's there's a real hard push from one side to not count votes. Yeah. Let's be clear about that. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I... I mean, th- there, there are people that will make the argument like, well, if you recount the votes, that opens you up to another opportunity for election fraud. I mean, and I understand that logic. I get it. But there's no evidence to say that's happening. Frank, if that's really your response, then the, the issue isn't don't have a recount. It's set up a system that makes recounts safe because you should always be able to double check your votes to make sure that the people are – the you know the people's votes are accurately counted that that's like the you know the fact that everybody's vote is counted is kind of important in a democracy so like i don't see what the big deal is to recount everything um now there's something to be said for the fact that there's no unified recount procedure across the state it's like it probably shouldn't take two or three weeks to recount everything um but i mean you know you gotta do what you gotta do and it's gotta be accurate so i don't see the problem with it and and my understanding is, so far, all the recounts, not many of them have resulted in much different of a verdict that would have been originally anyway. Yeah, and, and that's usually that's usually the thing about a recount. Usually ah, a dude. recount, a use, like nine times out of ten or eight times out of ten, the recount is not going to flip the results. They're basically just going back and make, uh, making sure it's right. Yeah. Like, um, if, if, if it's... I, my entire wall kind of moved because of the wind. That was weird. Um, oh, but um no yeah you're exactly right like the the entire point of a recount is to check just to double check and make sure that the account's actually accurate. Um, one of the things that like you know you were saying one party is pushing back against recounts really hard and that's true it's the Republican Party. Um, they've been the party of voter suppression for the past fucking you know since 2010 with all their gerrymandering and bullshit like that. And we can talk about gerrymandering. We can spend an entire podcast talking about gerrymandering. But like when you do a recount. Like there were, there were so many instances. Like if you go, if you show up at a, like legally in every state in the United States, if you show up and your name is not on the ballot or your name is different, and they say you can't vote because of these differences, um, you can request a, a provisional ballot, and those provisional ballots are an actual vote that has to be checked and confirmed later. So like these recounts is where you fight to see who gets to count what ballots, and that's the bullshit of it. It's like you, so you've got a box full of provisional ballots that need to be checked to make sure that a person you know voted correctly and is legally allowed to. But you're supposed to fucking do, and they're supposed to be fucking counted. Like I don't know, it just oh, it just kills me. Well, it you know, and it's it, it's 
it, it, it you know I, I brought this up last time but i just anytime anytime i hear a conservative bitching about recounts i just think about the florida election in 2000 and my blood boils yeah well yeah and that's the thing it's like so so you had so you had um and, and the real the, so so the three races that really fucking hit me in the gut were the you know these these two florida races with rick scott and ron DeSantis, and then you got this 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 governor's race in georgia with brian kemp who and and my problem is is that across the board for the midterms, there was a an almost universal dropping or you know rebuke is the word I'm looking for is a rebuke of quote unquote Trumpism, you know this idea that we're going to say whatever the fuck we want to nobody's allowed to fact check us you know all immigrants are bad you know all this bullshit where they just you just you know build the wall lock her up all. Across the board, it was almost uni- universally rebuked um, with this with this House, you know, Democrats taking forty seats in the House, and, and the Democrats, I think, uh, I think the number I saw was like seven and a half percent lead in uh, the the popular vote for the midterms, you know. But these three assholes are the three that like won by just basically sucking Trump's ass. Like that's that's what they did. Ron DeSantis couldn't get more in Donald Trump's pocket. Rick Scott wanted him in in Florida whenever he fucking could, and Brian Kemp's just a goddamn Neanderthal. Yes, accurate. Yeah, like the whole thing about like I'm gonna have I'm gonna I'm gonna have a uh, I'm gonna do a TV spot where I point a gun at a teenager because he wants to date my daughter. Like, not only is that the oldest and stupidest trope you've ever come up with, but you're fucking pointing a firearm at a kid. I'm so fucking. It's just at the end of the day, and I ha- you know I hate to throw around terms like this, you know whatever, but God, it's just so fucking ignorant and like hillbilly bullshit when they do that stuff because it's very clearly like playing to a very specific base it's like a character at that oh point. yeah yeah you're playing like yosemite sam not not a politician and it makes me so fucking mad because like and and it, i don't know if it makes me mad because the, the the politicians do it or because i know there's people that go well hell yeah that that that's the guy i'm gonna throw my vote for because he released an ad where he pointed a gun at somebody that 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 that's that's my guy like god fuck yeah. that well, and Brian Kemp, you know, to I mean, he's just, an he's an extra big piece of shit. I get it. But. Yeah. Well, he was also the Secretary of State during his own election. And yeah. I think since he took took the position of Secretary of State, he has thrown like 1.4 million people off of voting rolls in Georgia. He instituted a um, an exact match law, and we've talked about this before on the podcast. Yeah. There's an exact match law where, you know, you go to register to vote, and you know. Your name is Shay Woods. There are a lot of ways to spell Shay. What if the person you told it to just spelled it like S H A E? Yeah. You know. I'm I mean, like, I I have read reports of it you're being as like let's say uh, the role the like the name you've got is uh, your name on your driver's license is hyphenated, but it's the, the hyphen's not there on the role, oh, and yeah. it's spelled correctly. Now I, I don't know how much truth, but I mean I'd even heard you know that that would be like well that's technically not an exact match, so you you know that's not cool. You can't vote now. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it was even as it was even as it was even as detailed as if you said you you know you lived on you know Park Road, and they did not have the period under the abbreviation of RD for road. Like the difference in that was enough to kick your vote out. Like that. I mean, and that shit. Like I was talking to Rachel the other day, and I told her like if I ever ran for any office, it would be Secretary of State because that's such an easy fucking office to run for. Your job is to protect the vote, make sure everybody can vote, make it easier for everybody to vote. And then once an election is, is, you know, once an election is, is complete to make sure that it's right. Like, that's so fucking easy. I mean, it's I, I, it, I God, as, as much as I hate to say it and I say that before every time I say this, 
Um, can you imagine? Oh, yeah. This had been a Democrat sitting in oh, that yeah. seat in his own election. All oh, the ire I would have seen on Fox News about that. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, totally. And and that's actually one of the seats that's still open. There is a run. There are two runoffs that are happening. I think next week. You could you could uh, maybe Google this for me while I'm talking. But there is the uh, Secretary of State position in Georgia is a runoff between a Democrat and a Republican. And, like, they keep bringing it up. They're like, you know, this is the difference between, you know, Brian Kemp and the Republican Party in Georgia and some guy who, you know, I don't, I don't know the guy's name, but, like, the Democrat who will actually try to expand voter, you know, rights in Georgia. So what that's was that Googling? Uh, the Secretary of State runoff in Georgia. Um but so that's a runoff. The other runoff is in Missouri. Have you seen? Have you been paying attention to the seat? So like this. this no, is I have be not. The, this is going to be the difference between the Republicans taking, you know, it's a plus one or plus two uh, seat gain in the Senate for the Republicans, and it's because this this woman Hyde Smith is running. And period. Fucking period. Racist. Period. Um. So so you know, granted, this is Missouri. And she said, um, they asked her about some one of her supporters, and she was like, "Yeah, I like him so much that it, I would sit front row at a public at a public hanging if he invited me to one." And everybody's like, "What?" Like, because in Missouri, that just means lynching. Like, let's be very fucking honest. Yeah, you know, that's what you were talking about. And uh, in 2014, she like took a bunch of pictures of her wearing a Confederate hat and like posing with a Confederate musket uh, rifle. And everybody was like, "Yeah, you shouldn't have done that." And, uh, um, like, and then she gave so this like really great non-apology where she was like, you know what, if you're offended by that, it's kind of your fault, but you should come to the Trump rally on Monday for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, dude. Come on, come to Trump support. Like, yeah. Like that was, that was the absolute fucking, that was her fucking apology. And the guy she's running against was like, are you shitting me? Like, and he's a, he's an African American. He's like, are you shitting me? And like, this lady just has such a, a um, an all white school, but that was like back in like, like actually 1970, 69, something like that. Like right after they were forced after like three Supreme court rulings to integrate. Yeah. Right around then, as soon as the Supreme court made Missouri integrate all these, uh, you know, quote unquote, excuse me, quote unquote academies popped up. that were all white. And she went to one of those. And yeah, that might not be her choice. So she was, you know, she was in high school then, but she sent her daughter to an all white Academy. And like, you know, it's just, I mean, it's just so fucking, it's just so fucking blatant. And like you said, like, I don't know which I'm more pissed off about. The fact that a sitting senator talks like this and then acts like nobody's allowed to call her on it or that it works. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it, they do it because it works. If it didn't work, they wouldn't do it. Right. So but then that, <coughs> oh, excuse me, that was a big old hit. Damn. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, nice I mean, yeah, that, that, that such sticky nugs, the best <laughs> nugs. Um, but I mean that, that 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 but then that goes back to the whole thing of like if you really want to come down to it like people Trump and what he represents are a, it, it's a symptom of, of of what's wrong not the cause like Trump was able to get into office because there's a good chunk of our population that I'd identify with him I mean that's that's just just what you know it's part of what happened so uh, it, it makes sense there's more and more politicians popping up ever since he won they're just complete pieces of shit and they're way more open about it because in some circles that they respect is like, well, he may be a piece of shit, but he's real. So I'm going to vote for him. Yeah, I, I get that. And I just, I just can't follow it. Makes that me, logic. It makes me, I, I don't follow it, but I'm saying like, I know those people are out there and that it chaps my balls. Well, and the funny thing is, is like, I mean, we've heard this a thousand times. Like, yeah, 
Trump might not be like politically correct, but he tells it like it is. I'm like, is it racist? Is that is that what we're telling it like? Like is uh, yeah. Like, and what, what and what do you like? I, I mean, yeah. And again, it's like there's, I, I just don't I don't even get that because like, real easy to like a lot of the, like there's just shit that he'll just say I hear in speeches and I it just sets off alarm bells like that doesn't sound right that can't be right so I look it up I'm like oh yeah he's not right or it's not true or you know. I thought, you know, he's either lying or just grossly misinformed, which either one of those is, you know, not not great. So uh, I, I just well, don't get it. No, he just the, the president, the sitting president of the United States has no fucking connection to reality whatsoever when it comes to any type of facts about his administration, what he's done or what what he will do. And it's just it's so it's so it's so exhausting to have to keep up with it because like he like. I'll be, I'll be like you said. I'll be watching him speak, and I'm like, that's not true. That's just not true at all. And Rachel yeah. be like, how do you know? I'm like, well, first of all, if that was true, it'd have been on the news all the fucking other place. It's like, it's like literally listening to Alex Jones just rattle off things. Like Alex Jones today on his Sunday show said that there were over a million people in the caravan, and they just smashed through the southern border at um, fifty-two Alpha. minutes. In 16 seconds. I'm going to start tracking this. It took us 52 minutes to talk about Alex Jones. Continue. All right. Well, um, but yeah, like, oh, no, I got a whole thing about Alex Jones and Conspiracy Corner and all this bullshit because, like, all of his fucking butt boys are getting uh, indicted by Robert Mueller and it's fucking hilarious. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, he just he just randomly says shit and, and, Rachel, and Rachel would ask, like, how do I know that? I was like, well, because if that was true, it would have been, like, wall-to-wall coverage. It would have been, been international news if something that ridiculous had happened. But and that, the reason... I know it hadn't because it's fucking no. It's just not right. It's not true. Like it's, it's fucking not happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. They're they're just yeah. I don't know, but uh, people believe his shit. Well, and the other thing, the other thing we need to talk about, moving on from the the um, stupid fucking midterm. It's still limping to a close. A bunch of recounts and rat bastards is all I know. Um, I don't know if you've caught this, but I believe Ivanka Trump might have used her personal email. Oh, well, I mean, that, well, that, that would be very hypocritical. Um, and well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that, I'm sure that the, 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 lock the her up? We, we should lock her up. Well, not before. I'm sure they're already, the, they're investigating it. The Republicans are looking into it and making sure it was, um, you know, not, uh, not a problem. Right. Right. Well, so, so the timeline of this is, is actually pretty fucking funny. So like, um, I actually I need to do a deeper dive into when 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 actually she was given um, a permanent security clearance because we know that her husband Jared Kushner the Kush um, has been you know he he's went back been and quiet forth. for a while. Well, he's too busy trying to you know come up with six hundred billion dollars to pay off the debt he's got. Like he's got to pay a balloon payment like at the end of this year for like six hundred million dollars or something stupid like that, <laughs> or I think it's in the billions. Um, but um. But yeah, so he had troubles with his permanent security clearance. Um, Ivanka Trump was given her personal uh, permanent security clearance in May of this year. Used uh, she used her personal email for um, uh, White House business was was in last year. So several hundred emails were, were apparently flagged as, as being um, from personal emails doing White House business. Um, so there's this really interesting like first of all her excuses she didn't know the rules which is laughable like. Like she, you would have had to have been headless in 2016 and 2017 not to know that using your personal yeah. emails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You. I think that's that's that is. I think at the, at the bottom of it for me, that's what makes me so angry. That and that that's a really good example of how out of touch with the with reality these fucking people are. And it's a small thing, but the f- simple fact 
that going into their administration, they didn't specifically make a big deal of being like, like on a public level, whatever, but on a private level, it's amazing. This wasn't covered. Like it, like I honestly believe that like, they just didn't think it would be an issue. And, uh, and there was no like, hey, guys, remember how big of a stink we made about Hillary's emails? Y'all need to use secured email servers because we can't afford to have that backfire on us. You know, end of story. And that clearly was not done. And it, it, it it's so infuriating because it shows they really have no idea what's going on outside of like their what they can see in their field of view in the world. Well, it's in, and it shows it shows that they clearly don't think that any of the rules apply to them because. Yeah. The, yeah. Not, not only did she say that, like. She was not familiar that this would be an issue people have tried to say that she was using this personal email server, excuse me, just using her personal email for um, white house business before she was briefed on the rules. Now that might be a case because remember she tried to flirt with just being this like omnipotent, you know, Trump daughter that was at the white house, but not tied to the white house. Like she wanted to be able to sit in an office in the white house and do whatever the fuck she wanted, but didn't want to have any rules applied to her that apply to people in the white house. And ethics committees and, you know, security were very quick to be like, you're not going to fucking be able to do that. You're not doing that. So she had to be hired on as a, you know, a senior advisor to the president, administrative appointment staffer. So, um, so yeah, that, that would be interesting. But like, she probably did all of this with some type of temporary security clearance, like the Kush did. Because remember, he couldn't get, he kept lying on his uh, security application and he kept fucking it up. And he had to have it like, he had to have it like redone, like, I think it was like 14 times or something stupid like that. Um, so, like, they didn't have permanent clearances, but they had temporary ones. So I would, really would love to nail down, like, what her security clearance was when she was doing all this. And I've heard some security analysts say that this is even worse than what Hillary, you know, we can, we can, we, you know, again, we can do a whole podcast on fucking Hillary Clinton or emails. But Hillary Clinton had a separate server that was, that was, you know, you know, run by a, 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 an email company and, and you know, I know the Republican Party and Fox News says that it was just just ransacked for emails, but the FBI says there's no fucking you know, the FBI says there's no fucking evidence that ever happened, and uh, but like it was a secure server, it just did it was a private one that was the issue. Yeah, um, she's just parent hotmail or whatever. Like, can you imagine? Like, and that's the thing. Like, we'll have to see. Like, uh, like you said, uh, Trey Gowdy says that they're gonna um, investigate this in the lame duck session, and Democrats, of course, are gonna look into this when they take when they take power in the new yeah. in the new Congress. But like that's that's the thing. Like they're just gonna have to go through these emails, and that was last year. We'll see what we'll see what happened this year. Like like if anything, their flags is classified, and almost fucking everything in Washington is flagged as something. Yeah, kind of I, let let's be clear here. Just because some shit is classified does not mean it's like interesting. I imagine right. shit like balance spreadsheets and like bills and shit are considered classified. Mm-hmm. So it, all it has to be is some simple fucking stupid thing that was classified that she you know, sent via an unsecured uh, email account. And, you know, I need to fuck it. Investigator into the ground, I guess. Go for it. That's what they've been doing. Well, that's the thing. Like, like when, when the Hillary Clinton thing was, was done, like our cousin, Brian was like, he, like he worked, he, at the time he was working for the uh, GAO and he was like, listen, in Washington, nobody gives a shit about this. No email just to, just, just to get it done. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But like, and like, and that's the thing is like, uh, and so many people are saying that everything in Washington is overclassified because not only once you get classified clearance, you want everything to be classified because it makes you feel fucking important. Yep. But it's, <laughs> but they just seem to broad brush that shit left and right. I mean, it, it, it's got to, I imagine it gets used in the sense of like, 
better safe than sorry. Like, I don't know how this is going to come back to bite me in the ass in 10 years, so I'm going to say this shit's classified in case it comes back for whatever reason. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah. It's got to be a little bit of that, too. So, um, yeah, I, that makes perfect sense. I imagine I, I it's I would love to know uh, if they started actually looking into who used their personal email for shit. I'm sure it's literally everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, and that's the thing. And, and that's the thing is it only matters. Like, I'm sure the guy that brings them all coffee is using his personal email or fucking, like, you know, direct messaging people on fucking Twitter about shit. Like, I'm sure it's not, like, yeah. Like, let me put it this way. I totally agree with you that the fact that it's so hypocritical, it's it's just mind-numbingly. Also, I'm very sure that she was not fucking, like, using her Hotmail account to send the uh, nuke codes to somebody, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on here. It, um, it'll so it'll be one of those things. If if she sent something she shouldn't have, it'll be really mundane and uninteresting. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And then, but it'll be technically classified, so she'll have violated some shit. So hopefully they get nail her ass to the wall for it. Well, I, well, I I'm just I'm just waiting for it. And okay, let's speak, speaking of nailing your ass to the wall, let's go let's go to the probably the last topic we'll be able to cover before we, we do uh, ass hat of the week and uh, this week in awesome. Um, uh, Professor Cunon, Jerome Corsi. Like this is this is one of those uh, Alex Jones hanger on. Now this is this was our this was our head QAnon expert. Remember this guy? We talked uh, about yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. He's a big. He's actually I think he, he has a, a PhD in like political science from Harvard. So he's actually a doctor. He's not you know he's not a Sebastian Gorka, you know doctor. He's an actual doctor of something. But um, he has been. Um, he's he was told a couple weeks ago he would be indicted by the for um, perjury. Um, he is currently in plea deal negotiations with the Mueller probe. And just to recap for everybody, uh, Jerome Corsi was the head guy who said QAnon was a um, somebody that was close to the president, probably ate Big Macs with the president, and chicken sandwiches with the president, and uh, was going to work with the president to coordinate the massive arrest of Democrats for their international child pedophile ring that nobody knows about and can't prove, but it's clearly there. And he and Mueller were best buds. Trump and Mueller were best buds. And they were going to flip this on everybody. And it was going to be awesome. And just a bunch of fucking nonsense um, that you just can't even... Like, just, just you know, just Google QAnon, take a deep dive in it. Shay and I have been sharing this bullshit for a while now. It's hilarious. But um, the problem stems from the fact that Jerome Corsi, Roger Stone, who was the uh, Trump um, presidential campaign uh, manager for like the first like three or four months, but he was the he was the campaign manager for a while, um, and he's been a long time Trump friend. Uh, Stone talks about being his wingman back in like the eighties, which is the grossest thing you can ever fucking think of. It's just oh, um, but uh, so Roger Stone, Jerome Corsi, and this other guy named Randy Credico um, were apparently sharing text messages and much of shit about how to best use the WikiLeaks um, emails um, hack on Hillary Clinton. So they said for a long time that they had no idea what was going on. They had no uh, inside knowledge. They had no uh, involvement in when to drop it and make the best use of, of the WikiLeaks hacks of Hillary Clinton and Podesta's emails. But now they've got all these text messages between Roger Stone and this uh, Randy uh, Critico that shows like when they're going to release him and like how they're going to take down the Hillary Clinton um, campaign. And Jerome Corsi was apparently in on this little shtick and he was, he was talking about it and how QAnon was going to help out. So like they all knew about this shit that I think Mueller wants to make like, or it can make like, that's the linchpin. Like if he can say that stone Critico and Corsi knew about the WikiLeaks stuff, coordinate with WikiLeaks 
for these stolen Clinton emails while they were members of the campaign. The next, the, the last thing you've got to prove is that Trump knew about it. And then you've got the collusion that he, they all said didn't happen. Yeah, didn't, uh, uh, I feel, I feel like I remember reading that, uh, Trump had refused to answer some questions. Like they had issued print questions from the, the, uh, investigation. And he was just like, no, nah, I'm not going to answer those. Yeah. Uh, apparently the written, the written responses that he gave to Mueller were what they were. They were turned in right before Thanksgiving. Like he filled them out and there was, yeah. You know, um, if you, if you've got 10 minutes, um, Google like some press conference where Donald Trump was asked about it. And then like he, he went on this like three or four minute tirade about how he answered the questions and his, and his lawyers never didn't answer and didn't do have anything because it was their easy questions. Like if you believe Donald Trump answered the questions from Robert Mueller and there wasn't a team of lawyers pouring over that response before it was handed in, you're an idiot. Oh, and absolutely. I a, and I have a pizza place without a basement to sell you um, where kids are apparently sacrificed in the basement. Yeah. Um, so no, yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah, God so damn, that, that. dude. I, yeah, there's no like I don't know. Like that's that's the only way he's going to get answers that aren't completely incriminating. Because if you sit him down one on one, he's going to start rambling like a moron. Yeah, but the Trump, the Trump, Trump and his lawyers, like you said, like they did refuse any questions on obstruction of justice. They wouldn't answer anything about that because I'm pretty sure they knew that Trump would perjure himself. And that's and that's what all this stuff is. Like they're probably going to indict Stone on perjury because he's changed his story on when he knew what, like, four or five times now. Now, this other guy, uh, Randy uh, Critico, he apparently is already in discussions with Mueller for a plea deal to, like, get out of this because he clearly probably perjured himself. Jerome Corsi was in... Like, I would like to point out that Clinton was under oath and testified for 11 hours and didn't perjure herself. You know, just saying. Yeah, no, that's... Yeah, that's... God, I... Oh, man, I just... I know whenever the the finding, hopefully the findings of these investigations are all public, and I know it's not going to be as interesting as people think it is. It's not going to be some James Bond cloak and dagger bullshit. It's going to be a lot of financial crimes. But I just I can't wait to see what shady shit gets gets brought to light because even if it's one of those things that you can't persecute the president for, some shit's going to come to light that everyone's going to know about. Yeah, and and that's kind of that's kind of where this 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 kind of drops off is that. These guys keep claiming perjury trap, like perjury trap, perjury trap. And even Donald Trump has said publicly that, yeah, there's perjury traps everywhere. You might say that it was a Wednesday and it was raining, but somebody else said, or like earlier you said that it was a nice day on Wednesday, and that's perjury. Like, no, they're not going to fucking nail you for perjury. They're going to nail you for perjury saying you had no idea when the Podesta emails were going to be released. Literally three hours after he said, grab him by the pussy, the Podesta emails were released. Like, that's how timed this shit was. Like... There was coordination, and and um, I don't know if you heard about this, but apparently uh, Assange, Julian Assange, we I never gave a shit about WikiLeaks and Julian Assange ever. Like I was just like, okay, yeah, like if you catch him, fucking prosecute him for leaking whatever he's not supposed to leak. Whatever, I don't give a shit. Um, but did you see where he was apparently already under uh, indictment, but like somebody copied and pasted that into the wrong, like, legal document? No. So apparently some, some kid at like Georgetown University was like pouring through recently filed legal documents and there's a paragraph that says like blah 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 Julia Assange who is currently already under indictment under this da 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 like it was a it was like a copy and paste error like somebody had had filed a thing where they had copied this in and then they I guess they meant to delete it like so apparently he's like been secretly already indicted but nobody knows about it but somebody fucked up and now this like law school kid found this law student found it 
Huh. That that's weird that nobody knows about it. Well, it's 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 um I mean, we were just talking about like you were just saying that the Mueller investigation, you know, we don't know what's going on, be maybe some cloak and dagger shit that's gonna make Trump look really stupid. Um, Robert Mueller just just uh, filed like a three thousand word sealed and sealed um, indictment. So like, there's all these sealed indictments out there. Nobody knows what they are because they've just been filed and they're sealed. And, and as soon as they're ready to pull the trick on, they'll be you know, of course unsealed and you'll hit, they'll hit the news. So nobody knows what all those are. But um, Alan Dershowitz just came out today and said that like whatever the Mueller report's going to be, it's going to be devastating to Trump. Like how, how would he know that? Like. I mean, that's, I, I, I think that's, I, I, I you mean, know, I, ballpark, it's probably not going to be good for Trump. But well, I, I mean, just based on, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that, that's, that, that could just be hyperbole from someone trying to get their name in the headlines. But I mean, I, I, I could believe that like, in, I guess would say define how you, how you define devastating because to Trump, it would be devastating if in the course of the investigation, it is revealed that he is dirt poor. Like that if he it's all a house of cards financially, like he's not a billionaire, all that. But that's not going to matter to like policy, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It depends on what how you define that. I mean, yeah. I mean, if if th- that report that came out about how and where his money actually came from didn't get rid of the illusion people have of this whole like self made man thing, I mean, that's like, what the fuck's it going to be? Are you going to find a are you going to find a video of him? Given Putin a reach around while they talk about how they conspire for the 2016 election, probably not. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like his net worth, he's even said under oath he he his net worth goes up or down based on his mood that day. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 going to be something you know embarrassing like that. But I mean, we won't know until it's until Mueller, uh, you know, these indictments are unsealed. But either way. The fact that all these um, Alex Jones hangers on, like these guys are like the second and third tier of Alex Jones's like, you know, idiot parade, and they're all going to get indicted because they couldn't fucking tell the truth between one email and the next, and it just makes me so happy. It's just so great. Yeah, I think a lot of this is going to turn out to just be ignorance. Like, oh yeah, it's just going to be just making dumbass mistakes that are. Well, that's the thing is like when, when when you're going against a man as well as well prepared as Robert Mueller, like you don't just try to fucking wing it. And that's what Trump is probably going to do. Like, like that's why he won't sit down because he just tried to fucking wing it and he just get fucking obliterated and it's just not going to work out. And the other thing about this whole, uh, parade of idiots, it's just absolutely fucking hilarious. And, and you're the one that sent it to me, like after election night, like one of the things that QAnon said was going to happen was that this whole cabal of, um, Trump and the military and, um, Mueller, that we didn't know about, we're gonna you know rise up all their <clears throat> unknown pedophilia rings that are international and all this shit. But uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but they were going to secure a huge victory for the Republican Party in the midterms, and then as the results kept coming out, and the Republican Party just kept kept, kept getting its tank kicked in and farther and farther in, like these guys, these Gunnar guys were losing their shit. Like you sent me that one, like uh. Was it a, I think it was a Reddit, like Reddit post where there was, uh, like, it was a, all, it was an imager link of like a, like a bunch of, it was all kinds. It was just random comments from Q and people across the internet. Yeah. The election results came in. Yeah. Yeah. Was, <clears throat> I loved it. I, I love the shit out of it. Like 
if you believe that shit, if you if you honestly believe something that dumb, then I hope that your your worldview is shattered three times a day. And I hope yeah. I'm there for at least two of them. Yeah, it it was uh, it's, I mean, the mental that you have to do to make some of that shit uh, palatable is just incredible. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of which, I saw that there's a new push to get. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I can't fucking talk today. But I saw there's a new push to get a reality show together for um, flat earthers to find the edge of the earth. So I am oh, a thousand percent behind that. I would. Assuming. I mean, I say give them infinite amounts of money so they can literally sail around the world. Look, just keep like, going. Just keep just going. Keep dude. lapping it. And then when you start out where you when you get back to where you started and never found the edge, then I want to hear how you you explain it. Yeah, like I want them to drive a post in, like like put some big scientific like. Uh, there's apparently like this this obelisk in I want to say it's Georgia. I could just be saying that because we talked about Georgia, but there's apparently some obelisk that can like is a calendar is a, is a sundial has um, instructions in all these different languages on how to like grow crops like this this rag it's literally a, like a ragnarok rock right mm-hmm. this is like big big uh installation and it was really like paid by these really weird people and it's kind of really interesting on in how they all put it together but um like wherever you sail from i want these flat earthers to put like a big fucking like stone thing in you know like a like a totem pole or something with all of their you know crazy beliefs etched into it and then i want them to come right back to that same point like you said and i want to be sitting there with a campfire and a cooler full of beer and be like, what do you got? Yeah. So, and I mean, ideally it would be, uh, the kind of trip that you would have any means of travel available because funding is unlimited. So you could literally go on a straight line the entire time, like go on a boat until you hit land. Then when you have to fly, whatever, or just physically fly around the world, that might work too. Just pay for them to get like a, a military flight that goes all the way around the world that just gets refueled constantly. So they never land take off and then land from the same fucking airport going in a straight line. God. Yeah. And no, that's, film that's, the entire new, thing. Yeah. There's a new push for that. We'll keep, we'll keep that up. Oh. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, I think, I don't know. So we got professors. Okay. I have a question and we can, we can just wrap about this. I don't know if you've been paying about paying attention to this, but what in the absolute fuck is going on with Brexit? Um, my understanding is it uh, they they finalized it today. Um, like I heard, I heard that. Like as I was making this outline, like my my opinion of Brexit is that they had this vote to for um for um for the United Kingdom to leave the European Union, and they had you know. Uh, European under- Union approves Brexit terms. That was eighteen hours ago. Right. Okay. So like, you know. The UK wanted to leave the European Union. They had this this election for it. It was a referendum. Nobody thought it would ever fucking pass because it just seemed so dumb. And then they had this burnout for this thing, and it passed. And they've been spending the last what? It's been like it's, it's what has it been like two years now? It's about two like, years. They, yeah, it's, about, it's yeah. been about two years. So they spent two years trying to figure out how they're going to pull this shit off without a like starving people because like when you disconnect from the European Union and, and Europe like all like you know taking bread from one country to the other which used to be super simple because they were in a union and you know it's like going like for those of you who have never fucking looked at a map 
um, Europe is like the United States, whereas the countries are states. Like we just travel back and forth between West Virginia and Kentucky and Ohio, like nothing happened. But you know, if we wanted to put up a fucking border on all those, you might, you might, you know, if you made them all countries, you would need a passport. And the European Union got rid of all that bullshit. So like, apparently now there's there's questions about food shortages and how like taxes are going to work off and tariffs and stuff. Like you know, travel back and forth. Like it just seemed like. Like, they voted on this, and yes, the people voted, but, like, if, if the people voted that f- every morning you had to walk to the, you know, the city hall and get kicked in the fruit, you should probably repeal that. Like, I, it just seems so dumb. It does. I, I know at one point, and again, my, my knowledge on this is, is, I haven't really delved into all of it because I don't live over there. Um, it's just what I hear on, like, the radio and talk radio and shit, so, and, like, what little I see come across on my news feed, but... Uh, I think at one point there was a push to have another vote and be like, okay, oh, yeah. no, for real yeah. this time, guys, like let's vote. And if it, you know, but then of course nobody wanted to go through that. So, um, yeah, like all the people that voted to exit were like super excited that they pulled this bullshit off, and they don't want to, they don't want to admit that this bullshit, it's, this, this just sucks. And so now they're coming up with these all these like no Brexit Brexits and like they're trying to like remove themselves from the EU but get all of the basically what they want is they want a right to work law for fucking the UK. They want to be able to leave the union or get all the get you know get all the um all the uses out of the union but not pay union dues. That's basically what they want to do. And yeah. It's just so I was, I was like just I've been like you. I've been kind of like casually paying attention to this because all these fucking nationalist pricks are like, yeah, the people voted, the people spoke, and now you're going to take away our right to vote again or like you no, know, like if you did another referendum on Brexit, you would still get to vote again. Just, I think more people in the UK would be like, all right, we let all the fucktards vote once. Let's make sure we outvote, you know, these guys. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. And, um, but like, the, the, I saw a headline the other day that said, like, um, the people who voted for Brexit wanted the impossible, and now they want the impossible, like, right now. Yeah. It's, well, it's so, f- I don't know, it's so funny. It's amazing to me that anybody expected it to be, like, did anyone really expect this to be a smooth process? Like, There is no way you're going to change bureaucratic precedents of the last 80 fucking years and it be a smooth process. Like, that's just like, I just, I don't, like, people are like, well, I can't believe it's been this inefficient and this bit. Like, really? This would be a shit show. I mean, that'd be like if we tried to vote to going to make the u.s two countries now and it'll be fine and it'll just go over <laughs> easy no no you know we're gonna have the united states west and east it'll be cool no one will no one will care and then but, but yeah. you know how we're gonna decide that border shay mm. we're gonna roll dice yep yep we're gonna roll dice uh and uh we might do a game where you spin somebody in a chair before they throw a daughter to dartboard yeah and and uh like it's it was really like like you said like 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 both of us have watched this from afar with like very little just kind of a mocking interest yeah it's like it's so funny that they wanted to like Basically, the people who voted for this wanted to pull themselves out of out of this "quote unquote" globalist government, but then were really fucking miffed when they found out all of the consequences from not being part of the of the you know the communal you know commons. You know, like I mean, well, you can't have your cake like, and like eat it too, man. Like there is literally questions of whether or not people in UK will have enough food to eat because as soon as they unplug from the European Union, like, like these people are like, yeah, we want to be our own nation state. We want to, we want to, we want to make our own destiny. Like, and you know what? That's cool. That, you know, you do you bread that you're going to eat. It will be, you know, 75% more expensive because that's, of the tariffs Yeah. that of, of just shipping bread from like, you know, the, the bakery might be 40 miles from you, but it, it crosses a boundary that now that you just created. 
Like, uh, fuck off. I, I guess you're not getting bread. That's what I'll say. Like, yeah, I guess it. Like, I bet the food. The food is you will, you know, there'll be food. It's just going to be more expensive. Like, mm-hmm. that's how that's going to work out. Um, I, I would guess, based on my understanding of it. I mean, I don't know. That's one of those things. Like, I you're just going to have to see how it shakes out. And I and and yeah, and I'm and and again, this is this follows. Oops, sorry, this follows our uh, you know our discussion of Alex Jones and all of his all of his his uh, you know fuck whistles, because. The people that are like huge champions for this shit are always on the Infowars talking about how they're trying to take away their voice and all this stuff. It's like, you guys don't understand what's going on. You're very dumb. And you were just cheering for a thing that is very dumb by all men look up. And they're like, okay, yeah, you, yeah, you want to vote. But like I said again, like, I mean, in Florida, if the, the vote was between a bowl of ice cream and a kick right in the crotch, it would be 4951. It would. Like, we're no better. No. We're no better than the United States. Florida is a fucking hellscape of idiocy and drunk white people. But, god damn. It's just, I, I don't know. I just like, I don't see the upside of this, but whatever. All right, Shay. Let's wrap this shit up with, uh, as we always do on the Woodscast, we want to end with some, some absolute idiocy. It's not like we haven't been talking about that idiocy anyway. But I always like to end up with this weekend of awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, you got a, you got an ass hat of the week here for me? Um, I mean, not like anyone specific. I was just fucking. Well, I mean, it is one specific person, but and she hasn't really done anything. But man, I just just man, fuck Ann Coulter. Like seriously, <laughs> like God damn it. Like I I was walking by the TV earlier and she was up out, and it makes me so fucking mad that someone who clearly is full of shit and just such a stupid piece of shit has that much like of a platform to stand on and just spew whatever dumbass nonsense she wants. God, I hate that woman. Well, and, and one of the things that's hilarious about Ann Coulter is that she will, you know, she will hit something out of the park every now and then. Yeah. And she had, and she had no right to get like the thing you've probably heard played about one, uh, 1,000, 417 times since the election was that she went on Bill Maher's show and said, um, they're like, who right now has a chance to win the, you know, Republican nomination and president? She's like, well, right now, it's, I mean, if they nominate Trump, he'll win the whole thing. And like the entire studio audience just laughed in her face. And then yeah. he ended up winning. So like, she has basically been making her nut on that, like things like that for a while now. But you're exactly right. Like, she is a abhorrent person. She is she is basically made her life to go on TV and any and basically fucking anybody that'll shine a camera in her direction and say something that is edgy and or 70% horseshit and then uh, just run with it. And you know, honestly, I, I, it's so, it seems almost so intentional, like, because the dumb shit that she says is so good for sound bites. And it oh, keeps yeah. her name in the headlines. So it's definitely, in my opinion, intentional. Um, you know, shes I don't think she's stupid. I think she's just human garbage. Yeah. No, she she is she is what Sean Hannity would be if Sean Hannity did not have a radio show and Fox News show. Like, he would just pop on anybody's show and be like, uh, you know what, uh, Barack Obama never, never ever had a GDP above two and just, like, walk away. Like, that's clearly not right. You know, it's going to rile up everybody and you just walk away, like, real hard after the election. Like, after Donald Trump started saying all this bullshit, 
that is just what Donald Trump says. She attacked her real hard on Fox News. And she'd be like, you know what? Like, what was the... Th- oh, God, I'm trying to remember. Like, Trump did, did like a 180 on something. I want to say it was the Dreamer thing. Like, t- Trump did a 180 on the Dreamers. And he yeah. never signed a bill for the Dreamers. He just a 180 on them. And, like, he, he did a 180 saying he would sign the bill or whatever. He never did sign it, but... When he said he would, like, she went on every place that would fucking shine a light in a camera at her and was like, well, I'm, Trump's dead to me now. Uh, he'll lose 2020. Uh, da, 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 da. Like, she just, like, she just comes out with all these apocalyptic, like, predictions. And, like, if you spend Monday through Saturday making four apocalyptic predictions a day, yeah, I mean, you're going to hit three of them. Yeah. You know? No, yeah, it's the whole broken clocks right twice a day bullshit. Yeah. You know, um, fucking law of or once a day, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, it's it's and, and that's the thing. It's like you, all these motherfuckers. You can go back and find tons of predictions true, but no one ever talks about that. That's true for yeah, just about yeah. anybody. Fucking you know, any famous uh, you know uh, person throughout history uh, that had made predictions. You know, you make enough crazy shit and you give it enough perspective and time, you can make it fit. But oh, yeah. yeah, she died. I yeah, God, I'd forgotten about that clip of her saying Donald Trump would win. That was oh, that was insufferable. God. Yeah. So mine is, I don't know if you heard about this. You know who Gavin McGinnis is? He's another one of these third-tier uh, Alex Jones fucked wits. He's the one the guy that started the uh, uh, Proud Boys. Yes, I do. Yeah, okay, I do know who you're talking about. Yeah, well, just uh, uh, the day before Thanksgiving, he uh, officially stepped down from the Proud Boys. He quit the Proud Boys. Um, for those of you who are listening at home and you don't know who the Proud Boys are, they are a group of men who um, fashion themselves as a white Western chauvinist, which basically means that they have said that they will not apologize for being male, being manly, wanting to bang chicks, I guess. And, uh, and the fact that all of Western civilization is based on their maleness. Um, basically what they are is a group of, of complete fuck whistles who are lean very hard towards white nationalism Mm -hmm. and they're very violent. Um, and so he started this group, and then uh, the FBI, the day before this, on the, like, so this was the 21st, he, he quit his group that he founded. He called it a gang. When he when he founded it, he called it a gang. And, uh, like, he would say things like, the difference between, like, you know, Occupy Wall Street and the Proud Boys is, we will kill you. You know, he will say things like, uh, if you're wearing a Trump hat and um, a guy that you think is might be an SJW, walks up and asks you if you support Donald Trump. Don't even ask his opinion. Just choke him. Yeah. And so they, they have this, like, tough guy label when they roll 20 deep. But the f- problem is, is, like, the FBI just labeled him an extremist group and a white nationalist group. So he had to fucking bow the fuck out real quick. And uh, um, mainly because there's, like, about all these fuckers that are on the hook for federal, like, assault crimes now. Because they just go to these, like, rallies and, and bash people's heads in. And my only comment is, A, fuck Gavin McGinnis. He's just a, a, a walking bag of assholes. And B, this this idea that they are tough because they go up against these quote-unquote Antifa guys that are, you know, rail thin and pale. Like, that that's 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 the that's the uh, the revenge fantasy they always talk about on their these radio shows is that, yeah, you see these guys, you know, they're solar boys, they're skinny, they're wearing all black, just walk up and you know, just choke them. And I would like to remind everybody out there that not everybody who is quote unquote liberal is real thin, pale, and just going to get choked. I think Gavin McGinnis would be very upset if I just walked up and decked him. Yeah. 
Now, like, who, that, see, who was the like, guy just, that was like he got he was another uh, alt right guy that kept getting punched in the face? Spencer, that's, that's the, it, that's Spencer. The, yeah, literally, he's a literal Nazi, and yep. like he acts like he came from humble beginnings, but his parents own like a shitload of land in Virginia. Like he's a kept man, and he's like, he just got like he just got decked in the face one time one time talking to a reporter, and like th- there was a Vice article that. I think we've even talked about this before. There was a Vice article that said, like, they asked a an ethics professor, like, I don't know where the fuck you get a degree in ethics, but they asked an ethics expert if it was okay to punch a Nazi. And they're like, no, assault is never okay. I was like, that's exactly right. But if you were going to give me a multiple choice... You know, if I got to punch somebody... Right. No, like, if I have to commit a crime today and my choices are murder, you know, rape... Robbery, punching a Nazi. Pretty sure which one I'm going with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, hey, man, just because it's not right doesn't mean it won't feel good. Yeah, you know, violence. We does, do yeah. sometimes. I mean, I don't know. So you got to punch trick. a Nazi. Yeah, sometimes it works. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, fuck this guy. Fuck all his. I hope they all rot in jail. It's just so fucking. And that's the thing. Like they, 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 they do this thought experiment where they're all gonna square up on some like ninety pound soy boy, as they call it, and then they're just gonna like they're gonna beat this guy's ass like Russell Crowe beat people's asses in Gladiator, and they forget that there are liberals out there like you and myself that are six two, six three, you know, two eighty, two sixty, that are like, bring it. Well, that's what's so great about these guys. Is like they're such dicks, and I think a majority of the population knows they're dicks. And I'd say a couple times a year I see a headline where one of these guys has just gotten clocked. And it's always oh, really yeah. sad. Like, yeah, violence isn't the answer. Yeah, whatever. It may not be the morally acceptable answer, but it's a damn satisfying one when it's somebody like Richard Spencer just getting laid out in front of like 30 people. Oh, yeah. Just wow. Well, just, just, just as an aside, like I don't know if you know um, uh, Trey Crowder. Do you know this guy? I know that name. Is his, his show. Um, and his whole thing is like he's he's the meme where you know, like you've seen that thing like a guy sitting at a table is like some blah 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 changed my mind like he's the one that did that meme like he he went out to a college campus oh this said, guy okay okay yeah he put up a sign that said like um you know male privilege male privilege doesn't male privilege excuse me doesn't exist changed my mind and whatever you know he wanted you know it was, he was just antagonistic well he apparently. And and you can Google this. On, I'll Google this when we get off here. But uh, he apparently went to a um, a uh, union rally and started telling them that right for right for work laws were okay and that they were just being like petty little bitches. And he got the shit kicked out of him. Really? Like this 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 dude that was about like forty five fifty, like fucking truck driver, just started wailing on him. And like while this guy's wailing on him, Trey Crowder's like, "You're assaulting me!" And he's just getting fucking punched in the head. It was fucking hilarious. Um, Google Trey Crowder punched. That's uh, right. What I'm doing right now. Yeah. All right. So, uh, do you have a this week in awesome? Um. Uh, not really. I didn't come prepared. You know, it's uh, I'm just just uh, we run a tight ship here. Yeah, we do. We run a tight ship. Um, I you know I you know honestly I, I take that back. I, I'll say this. This week in awesome is the fact uh that uh, motherfucking King of the Hills available to stream on Hulu now, and oh, yeah. even though I already have the whole series on a hard drive, just so that when you know society collapses and the grid goes down, I can still have some form of King of the Hill. Um, uh, I that, have a that picture is, in my head. Of you on a bicycle charging a generator 
that will then play you King of the Hill on a laptop. That is accurate. Um, yeah. You know, or, or a little a little tiny TV, whatever to use the least amount of energy, um, you know, because right. I want to be efficient with this. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it's just been great to go through that shit. Um, and because that, that is a show that I, it's just, especially, there's really not anything like it on TV anymore because everything's geared American Dad. Um, you know, the Cleveland show, The Simpsons, it's right. all really over the top and vulgar. And King of the Hill is just so subtle and understated sometimes. It just, it just cracks my fucking shit up. Yeah. I, I have two points about your This Week in Awesome. One, yeah, King of the Hill is amazing. Um, you know, they're going to try to pin it on me, and because I did it, they will succeed. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know that uh, Mike Judge is a big Alex Jones supporter. Uh, I, yeah, I've read that, which is unfortunate. He's Yeah, it's yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate. Um, I like to choose, because, you know, that ended a while ago. Uh, and I'm, I, I choose to believe that he lost his mind after King of the Hill stopped airing. Um, but again, you know, uh, uh, he isn't his art, you know, he isn't his, uh, his, his work necessarily. So yeah, yeah. no, it's totally, yeah, that it's, sucks it's totally so bad. Yeah. That's that same thing. Like back in the day, Roseanne Barr wasn't as racist as she was now. I don't think, I think she went crazy. Well, yeah, that was God. That was a thing. That was such a thing. And. Well, and, the and it's back on like, the air now without her. Have you seen yeah, that? It's, exactly. just, it's not bad. And it's hysterical because they literally mention she died. They take like 30 seconds to basically say like, ah, she died since the last season and next. And then it just focuses yeah. on Dan oh, yeah. now. Yeah. It's, it's good when people like that high side and you're just like, eh, fuck it. You're done. Yep. You're, you're out. Know. You're done. Um, I had a second point. I think it just, I just lost it. Totally fucking lost it. Um, I think that was later. too. Hmm? All, right, all right so um all right so my weekend awesome is this christian military uh, i'm sorry this christian missionary that got killed by these islanders in this re- remote island in india did you hear about this nope are you shitting me no oh, okay so this guy his name was um uh john uh chow he was a christian mi- missionary and he 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 like uh kayaked his ass out to this remote island and this is the name of the island centennial island and it's, it's populated with this this very fucking remote um you know tribe of people called the centennials or something 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 like that but it's a very very remote island in india like nobody can get you gotta like paddle your ass out there these guys these these guys have been living out there for fuck ever and they're very hostile to outsiders and everybody knows this everybody knows this this christian missionary paddled his ass out there and just got fucking lit up with arrows and just murdered just straight up murdered as soon as he got to, you know, and he was apparently just living on the beach for like a couple days, like writing notes and like letters and shit. Like, like, I think I can convert them to, you know, Jesus and Jesus loves you. And they fucking murdered him. And, uh, everybody, and like the people that organized his trip there were like, they want these tribe brought to justice. Like they're going to take these fucking tribal people and drag them back to the United States and put them in front of a fucking like judge. Well, uh, that's, that's, yeah. and, oh, so oh, that's what they're trying to do. So, so first of all, thoughts and prayers. Yeah, you know, exactly. Uh, first of all, thoughts and prayers. Second of all, it was a hundred percent illegal for this fucker to even be. He was gonna, he was gonna introduce so much disease and you know so many diseases they couldn't fucking handle just by being there. And and you know everybody's like, it was illegal for him to be there. Like people don't visit this, this island for a reason. And he went to share the you know Jebus. He went to share the you know the word of Jebus. 
and he got fucking shot with a bunch of arrows. And uh, now they're like fucking trying to dick around and figure out if they if they can get his body back. Because if they go to get his body, they could probably wipe out the entire tribe. Like if somebody sneezes on somebody, they're fucking done. Yeah, that's how remote it is. Yeah, like they just have it. Like they've just been living on this island forever, and you know, or for as long as they've been there. Like I don't know how the fuck they got there, but. I love the fact that, like, all these just very, very fucking Christian people are like, you know, that was fucking crazy that they murdered him. It's like, have you guys heard about the Crusades? Like, you guys need to shut the fuck up about this. Yeah, like, like keep your religion to yourself. Like, I hate that shit. Like, I'm sure he was a nice dude, and I'm, I'm not, you know, it's it, it's not like I'm, we're saying, like, oh, it's happy this guy was killed. You know, I'm glad this dude got killed. But, like, right. it's kind of the same. People told him, yeah, you shouldn't go out there. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are like, don't do that. They will stab you. Yeah, that's uh, no, that's not cool, man. Like, it's it's just a, it's just a book. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So, and I, and, there's, and there's so many people that are, and actually, his family, the, this guy's family, was has already said that like they forgive the owners. Like, no, no, no. This is this is not an issue. Let it go. Like, don't fuck with that island. But apparently, the whatever organizers like they're like we're gonna make sure this tribe is brought to justice. I'm like, the fuck. So, according to the internets, people are not allowed to go within five nautical miles of the island by Indian law, and the Indian Naval patrols it uh, 24-7 to keep people away from it. Uh, and it's and it's actually not that far. It's only about 31 miles west of Port Blair. So... Um, it's you're not even there. it's it's not even that far away. It's just uh, it's just you're not allowed to go there for these reasons. That's yeah. at least people could be living the island. This is interesting as hell. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't hear about this. Yeah, no, there there apparently have been several instances in the recent years to like make contact and like fucking sit down with these people, and like people shit like like I remember, I want to say that somebody took like some some footage from a helicopter. They were trying to like you know, fly near it. And like these guys just shut up, start shooting arrows at a helicopter. Like they didn't, they, uh, they, they, they were... see. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, as you said that, uh, I'm scrolling through this article and there's a picture of a tribesman shooting, uh, trying to shoot at a helicopter yeah. with a bow. Yeah. They, they, they are zero chill. Yeah. I mean, I fucking leave him alone, dude. Just stop fucking with him, dude. That's, I, 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 yeah, like, dude, just leave him alone. Like, yeah, I mean, mail, Mail them a Bible and see if if, if they respond back. I mean, then, then awesome. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Maybe they've got stay in your ground laws on that shit. That island. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and also, who who are you gonna sue? Like, I yeah, know, I don't. That's that's. Uh, yeah, I hate. I just leave these people. There's a that's a pretty interesting subject if you've ever gone down that Google rabbit hole of looking into like the handful of completely un uh, contacted tribes and that are still in the world, like small, small tribes of people that are still living, yeah. you know, hunter gatherer lifestyles that don't know nothing about us. Uh, white people on our smartphones. Chase waving around a knife right now. Yeah, so. man. I'm, I oiled it while I was sitting here listening to you talks. And I'm like, sure, good. don't worry <laughs> about it, dude. All right. Um, all right. So let's wrap this up. Uh, so this is, this is our fifth episode of the woods cast. Um, hopefully I've been listening to a lot of, uh, you know, old, uh, uh, ben Kissel and the uh, uh, Abe Lincoln Stop Hat. They've been doing that shit for nine years, Shade. Do you know that? Yeah, I did. Uh, I, 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 I listen to them as they come out. I don't I don't bother yeah. listening to the old ones. I don't understand. What no, I was, uh, I, was listening, I was actually listening to some other episodes, and he was like, yeah, we've been Marcus and I for nine years. Like, fuck, you guys have been doing that fuck, fucking shit for nine years? But they're, like, they're up to the two or three hundred, so with any luck, nine years from now, ten years from now, uh, looking at each other, probably through VR. Yep. Uh, and doing a podcast. It'll be fun. Um, 
But we enjoy we enjoy doing this. We hope you guys enjoy listening to it. Um, we have cut this 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 mofo down to uh, um, Katie. I'm thinking about you. This this we're we're right hour and thirty seven minutes right now. So hey, that's pretty reasonable. Pretty reasonable. Um, if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, fucking shoot us an email at thewoodscast1776 at uh, gmail.com. Fuck Alex Jones and all his shtick. Uh, you can hit us up on anywhere you can find your podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, Google, Google Play, iTunes, YouTube, all that bullshit. I, actually, I'm, Shay, I'm way behind uploading shit to YouTube because I don't think anybody fucking listens to us there, but no, whatever. Who gives a shit? I, I'll, I'll, get it, I'll get it all up on there. But uh, hit us up on Twitter at it's at Woodcast the and then Facebook is Woodcast seventeen seventy six. So uh, Shay, say goodbye to the nice people. Toodles. Move, 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 move